Hi y'all, welcome back to Live and Transparent. On uh, this new episode, we are still continuing with the life book and we are on chapter 5 if you're keeping along. Yes, so in the last episode, we left off when Jesus calms a storm and they're in a boat. And now Jesus has stepped out of the boat and now he heals a man with a demon. So it says, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. So like as soon as he stepped off, there was... <laughs> No break. no break and he this unclean man lived among the tombs you know and no one had the strength to like contain this man and um what caught my attention was that when this unclean spirit when he, he saw jesus from afar he ran and fell down before him and i thought that was like interesting and that like stood out to me because the demon-possessed man ran to Jesus. And when I was reading this, I was like, well, I mean, you wouldn't expect that. You know, you wouldn't expect, like, for an unclean demon-possessed man to run to Jesus. I think you would expect him to, like, run away Uh from him. You know, like, if you see Jesus, you're like, oh, my gosh, let me leave. But it was like, that's interesting, you know, that this man ran to Jesus. And um, moving forward... uh, this uh unclean man you know like he runs to jesus and um he says what have you to do with me jesus son of the most high god we see that again you know jesus son of the most high god and i wrote unclean spirits have the right theological facts because they know the true identity of jesus better than the religious leaders did Yet it's not a faith or a knowledge of Jesus that could save. It was more out of fear and authority of Jesus, you know. And like um, in all the stories that we've seen about the unclean spirits are always like uh, son of the most high God or Jesus is the Lord, you know. And they they know they recognize they recognize. Yeah, but it's not like they know him out of fear and authority. It's not like they know that like uh, like I just said, it's not like. They know him as a Jesus that can save, but it is the Jesus uh-huh. that can save. And uh, in the story, uh, it says, For he was saying to him, Jesus was saying, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? And I was like, um, you know, in the other stories that we've uh, read and seen about the unclean spirits, we've never, like, Jesus has never asked a demon was says yeah what is your name but in this instance he did and uh the demon replied my name is legion for we are many you know and uh i wrote that in a way the unclean spirit tried to have significance by saying we are many because it was like kind of like um would i guess imagine in my head was that he was trying to intimidate jesus by saying we are many and you're they were just trying to like belittle jesus yeah but i mean that (laughs) that didn't hold jesus back you know it was like there's nothing that jesus can't do and um the unclean man he begged jesus earnestly not to send him out of the country and there was like a herd of pigs and they were uh just there right and uh the unclean man said send us to the pigs let us enter them so he gave them permission and i think that's like really interesting too those words he gave gave them permission like um it's 
always until Jesus speaks and gives you permission that something uh, changes, that's that uh, something is enabled, you know? Yeah. And I just thought that was like, you know, like, it's interesting that Jesus, like, until he gave him permission, they did it. Yeah, like, uh, the unclean uh, spirit went into the pigs, and I was like, oh, you know. And it it says here, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs. Dang, poor pigs. <laughs> yeah, and that's just like, you know, um, a pretty impactful story. And then moving on. Uh, people came to see what had happened, just like every other story. People are like, oh, my goodness, what did Jesus do now? You know, and uh, they came to Jesus and saw the demon-possessed man, the one who had the legion, sitting there clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. You know, they had seen this man for, I don't know, like a long time, and they were like, oh, that man, get away from him because he's unclean. And now that Jesus comes... They see that this man is right. You know, they see that he's clean. They see that he's no longer, you know, uh, yelling, no no longer cutting himself. And they're like, what? Like, they're afraid. They were afraid, nah, you know. And um, and they, be, they began to beg Jesus to depart from their region because they were afraid. And um, I remember one time a pastor uh, preached about this instance and it was saying um, that when Jesus drastically changes something, people instantly are afraid, you know, and that's what we see in this story, that the people were afraid because of what Jesus had done, because um, they were so used to this man living one way that when he like his life turned around, they were like, what? like if he did that what else is he gonna do you know in a way that's how i i guess uh envisioned them and i wrote that the people were uh actually i think i got this from a commentary and i was and it was at nine i was like oh but uh it said more uh the people were more afraid of what jesus will will do in their lives than what satan does in the moment oh that's so they scary. often push jesus away that's so true. And they pushed Jesus away. You know, they were like, no, depart, like, leave, leave. And um, then Jesus uh, says, go home to your friends. He tells the man that he had uh, cleaned. He, uh, go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has mercy mm-hmm. on you. Um, and before this, it also says that he begged Jesus to go with him. He was like the unclean man, not yeah. the other people. The other no. people were like, leave, leave. Yeah, the unclean man, after he was um, I said, free, he was like, Jesus, take me with you. Like, I want to go with you. And Jesus was like, no, stay home and let uh, the other people know what the Lord has done for you. And the man was already set free, and yet he still wanted to be with Jesus. And he didn't want to be with Jesus just because uh, Jesus set him free, but he wanted to be Jesus because of what Jesus did in his life you know yeah like i mean like i said like this i i pretty sure this man he felt hopeless for him yeah you know, he was like no like well i don't even know like what do you even i don't even know how he felt obviously but like i guess he was like you know like like hopeless and like he was probably like just like he accepted it the fact that he was never gonna go back to the, the way he was yeah and then now that he his life completely changes it changes like he wants jesus to stay there with him and it's interesting because you see two sides of the story here 
people want Jesus to leave, but yeah. some people want him, him to stay. And but it's like, um, you have to desire it in your heart, just like mm-hmm. this man. He desired for Jesus to stay because he knew of the authority and capability that he had um, for his life. And the, this other, these other people that wanted him to depart, they were like, "No, leave!" Like yeah. I don't. They were like, afraid of Jesus. Yeah, they were afraid of the power of Jesus. But actually, I think this is one of my favorite stories to this one that we just um, talked about because you just see like how once you give permission to Jesus, you know, he can enter your life. He can enter your life and, and drastically change your life for the better. Yeah, because, uh, like we said a few episodes, episodes back, how uh, God is a gentle God. And he, yeah. unless you give him permission to going into your heart then he will but if you don't then he's not gonna force him forces himself in your heart yeah and it, i also like love this story because it just makes me reflect on how uh like jesus can change your life and i'm like if he can do that you know he can yeah also do that in my life and we go on to the next story and here jesus heals a woman and jairus's daughter this, this is this is also one of my favorites yeah, it's, it's so it good it's so good it has so much like everything patience like lovely everything everything. like i think yeah this story is pretty good so listen carefully because (laughs) it's really good so um jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side and a great crowd gathered about him and one of the rulers of the synagogue jairus came and saw jesus and he fell at the feet of jesus And he was saying, my little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and alive. Um, I was going to come. I was going to say this, that uh, I was reading a commentary to it. It said how he was like, come and lay your hands on her. Yeah, I literally (laughs) highlighted that. Because um, that's the only way that uh, God, like physically healing someone that uh, God would always like touch him or like hold their hand or like something like that you know mm-hmm. so they imagine god healing people by touching them so yeah. that like, he was like, i read something you. like that too yeah. that that's all the obviously like you know we're humans and like when you see something happening you're like oh that's the only way it can yeah, be done exactly and um so i read something like that too that uh he said come lay your hands because that was all they had known and it was it's but so ironic with the next ministry we Oh <laughs> yeah, but uh, Jairus was went to Jesus in desperation. You know, he was like, "Please, like, like, like nothing else." The like, fact when you fall at someone's feet, that means you're like very desperate. Yeah. And for Jairus to fall to like Jesus' feet, he was like desperate for a miracle. He was like, "No, like, please, um, like, come and help me." And then the next part says, "And he went with him." Jesus goes once you invite him. You know, Jairus was like, please come, and Jesus goes, you know. Yeah. So once again, going he back to the... faith that most people don't have. He, yeah. like, he knew that Jesus was the only way that his daughter was going to be saved. And even, like, I guess, um, in a way, confidence and yeah. uh, being vulnerable to let God into mm-hmm. your situation. And the a great crowd followed him, right? And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. So the woman was between all this crowd. You know, she was like, she was like, she was like, I'm ready to receive. She had a going mind. Yeah. So 
this i i really like both of these stories combined and i think it's so like unique how both of these are like they all tie together yeah okay so uh this woman she had suffered a lot right and she had seen many doctors and uh she spent so much money you know and everything and no doctor had the right answer like oh well no, that, the next one. that's it. You, you, you're going to live like that forever, you know? And she had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. So this, once again, like you're this woman, she, she had heard, you know, like I uh, relate to this um, in a way when, like, you know, when you're so sick and you're like, oh my gosh, like, ah. Uh. And you're going to so many doctors, so many doctors, and then this woman, she hears, no, there's someone that can actually heal you, and he he has healed so many. And so this woman, she's like, oh my goodness, I want to go. Yeah, so she's like, okay, I gotta get to him. You know, I got, I ha, I have to get myself there. And it's kind of going back now that I think about it, back to what we said in the last episode. You have to be interested you have to be willing and this willing. woman this woman she was willing to do whatever was necessary to get her healing so uh she she heard about jesus and she's like okay i'm gonna go and i love this next part that the woman uh she said if i touch even his <laughs> garments yeah if i touch even his garments i will be made well she was certain of what she was saying she was like I know that if I, if only only if I just touch it, that's that's all she was like. You know, I I just I gotta touch him like uh-huh. a little bit, like even if I barely <laughs> like like a barely like a little, no, I, I just gotta touch it. You know, and she just that that's amazing that she just wanted to touch Jesus. That's the faith we we need to have. Like that's like yeah, and. Uh, once she touches Jesus, because she did touch him, you know, uh, immediately the flow of blood dried immediately. up. Immediately. Yes, I, I like pulled it that and circled that because immediately. It wasn't like days later, hours it was later. It was like right, right away. There, like right there. Right there. away. She was healed. Yes. Because, not not because of, oh, you know, just because. No, she was healed because of her Faith, because once again, going back to even if I touch his garments, you know, and that that's crazy. And this woman, she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. You know, she she felt it. She was like, I'm healed, you know, and Jesus perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him. That, and that was like, I think I saw a TikTok, I don't know, something on social media. And um, I I think it, or it was like an episode, like a little clip of The Chosen, where like Jesus like stops because he like, oh, yes, like feels like the, the power, uh, like, you know, that someone touched him and that like he, he feels um, that a, a sense of power had gone out from him. And that's crazy. Like, I was trying to like imagine that and I was like... That's that's wild, but um, the um, back in this time when someone like this woman, she was bleeding uh, for twelve years. She was considered unclean, mm-hmm. you know, and she wanted to do this secretly because she she, she was really embarrassed. She, yeah, she was embarrassed, and she considered herself unworthy, mm-hmm. you know. Like it um, for twelve years she was bleeding, and um. 
like a, I, I can imagine a bunch of people like no get away from me you're unclean you're, if you touch me you're gonna make me unclean and that's why she was like even if I touch his garment you know like like something like that's all I wanted you know because she she didn't she couldn't you know because she was unclean so she in a way she she did it secretly but I mean Jesus felt the power he was like yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, Jesus said to the crowd who touched my garments I can imagine like like the Bitch. woman like her heart dropping like oh my goodness you know and the disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? And it was like a bunch of people like, I don't know. I imagine like everyone pushing. Yeah, like, no, me, 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 me. <laughs> so yeah. And then the disciples are like, why are you asking that question? Like, it's such That's a dumb not, question uh-huh. to ask, you know, like, why are you asking that? But, I mean, uh, Jesus knew, you know, he knew that, like, um, the reason to ask that question and he looked around to see who had done it but the woman knowing what had happened to her came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth and he said to her daughter daughter your faith has made you well go in peace and be healed of your disease and that statement um daughter your faith has made you well it was jesus clarifying to her that she was healed you know because she felt it but i mean like us humans there's always that sense of doubt and she was probably like oh am i like crazy yeah but jesus telling you no you are made well that was like her okay i am actually confirmation yeah her confirmation of her being um healed and then i wrote also our sin doesn't make jesus a sinner it makes us clean. You know, this woman, she probably thought, oh, if I touch Jesus, I'm going to make him unclean. But it's the other way around. It made her clean by touching Jesus. So this story. And the fact that she, it wasn't her, it wasn't the fact that she touched the garment. It was her faith that yeah. healed her. It wasn't the what. I, I think even if she wouldn't have touched the garment and her faith, you know, like uh-huh. that, that that's enough. Like your faith, faith. takes yes. you. Uh, places and it and it's always um the major like the major part of anything in uh spiritual and christian life is your faith faith you know and uh that's a major part of this story and, and not just this story but stories the the faith that you have to have and um so moving on, uh, while he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house. You know, don't forget about Jairus, because this is still happening within the story of like Jairus and like um, it was actually like I guess a little backstory. Um, like you know, Jairus went with uh, meet, met up with Jesus, and Jesus was like, "Okay, let me go with you." And then in the midst of like them walking to Jairus's house, they were like the woman, like the whole instance of the woman peers you know and i can imagine jairus like being all mad like are, are you for real like come, like, come on, on. Like, yeah like, like come on i just told you my daughter's dying and, and you're here like healing he, is I mean, he's, he was he was probably like like nah yeah like, I asked first, come on. <laughs> yeah so um you know then they tell jairus your daughter is dead why trouble the teacher any further you know i can imagine someone telling you that yeah and um i guess 
in a way they were like no don't don't ask jesus to come anymore your daughter's dead like leave it alone you know what's the point don't bother him but there is nothing impossible for god nothing nothing like not even death can uh, stop uh jesus you know but um overhearing what they had said jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue i love this do not fear only believe and like imagine like for like first he tell you no your daughter's dead and then jesus like don't fear only believe <laughs> like oh that's crazy and no what's interesting here is that no one followed him except peter james and john so they went with jesus they went to like um go uh to with jairus's daughter as well and they came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and jesus saw a commotion people weeping and wailing loudly you know there were people were like crying yeah. and i read in a commentary that back then it was um uh, i i guess uh, a tradition to hire someone that would i don't know you know someone that would uh, cry in, in oh, like with someone yeah they would hire like people that would cry and make a whole commotion like um when someone would die mm -hmm. so um you know there was a bunch of people like weeping and when jesus entered he said to them why are you making a commotion and weeping the child is not dead but We're sleeping, sleeping. <laughs> oh that's, that's that's so powerful that is because like no she she's not dead she's sleeping like, like what are you doing like what is it yeah and uh and they laughed at him they laughed at jesus and that yeah and that's uh, goes with what i just said you know these people that were hired to like um cry and make a whole commotion they laughed at him they were like like their mood instantly changed and they were like yeah they, sure yeah but he put them all outside <laughs> he's just like we can go outside and that just shows like you know there can't be any unbelief and any um dis disbelief because mm -hmm. uh, then that they don't go because fear and faith don't go together they like, don't at all like no either you have fear or you have faith like you can't have yeah both. you can't have both like if you if you're um if fear is so persistent in your life then there's no faith present at all yes yeah. <laughs> literally and yeah. that's that's harsh but it's, but it's the, the truth. truth. Yes. Yeah. And Jairus, he just he decided to put his fear aside, and he chose to believe in Jesus. Yeah. So, um, taking, actually, no. Let me not skip any parts because this story is so good. So Jesus was like, "Go outside," you know. And he took the child's father and mother and those who were with him, and he went in there where the child was, taking her by the hand, and he said to her. Little girl, I say to you, arise. <laughs> and what's interesting is that, uh, you know, how at first we uh, had mentioned that Jairus was like, um, come and lay your hands on her. I you know, know that's the first part before everything happens. And then here Jesus uh, takes her by the hand. So that made a connection with that. Like, um that Jesus, like, gets this girl by the hand, and he's like, little girl, I said to you, get up. Like, and... To wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just by, like, Jesus touching her, you know, the the faith and the power is it, it, shown. And uh, Jesus spoke to this dead girl as if she was alive, you know? Dang, no, that's so powerful. 
and um and immediately once again and immediately the girl got up and began walking <laughs> yes so jesus spoke to this girl with the power of god and she was raised from the dead you know and raising someone from the dead that's only like a a god the thing that he can do you know and yeah you just see the power and authority over and over again you know and um this girl she was 12 years of age um and i make the connection because this girl was 12 years of age and the woman was a discharge of blood for 12 12 years there's there's a connection and i read in this commentary too that uh a gyrus was going uh through like you know his little daughter provided him those 12 years of joy in this woman those 12 years of agony uh-huh. and okay. it's just like interesting how there's so much similarity in these yeah. stories because yeah. like the it was similarities and differences because a woman was healed publicly and the little girl was healed secretly like yeah it's so ironic and also because um the woman was healed immediately like she was like, Jesus, I'm right here. Like, and she was healed. But then Jairus had to walk and he had to wait. And they were like, oh, well, your daughter's dead. But then God, uh, the little girl's um, miracle came with a delay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like uh, Jairus had to, in a way, he, I, I feel like his faith grew in the process. Yeah, definitely. You know, because this uh i can and i can imagine like jairus like you know seeing the woman getting healed and he's like okay what about my daughter though yeah like, you know? and i kind of like see it like like us mm-hmm. you know like when someone receives a blessing before you're like okay what about me though like when am, when am i next yeah but uh jesus probably in the back of it is like wait a little wait a little you, yeah. know, you don't know what i'm doing wait a little there's i i can heal everyone you yeah. just gotta be patient and i think that's a major part in in the story of jairus the way god i mean the way jesus worked was so different like with the stories but yeah they were so similar and uh and the way jesus worked was so different within the stories but yet they were so the power remained the same Mm -hmm. and uh jesus made everything so personal with um with the woman and with jairus's daughter like he made everything so personal to each of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these stories, I they're like you said, they're so similar in a way because, like, Jairus wanted Jesus to touch his daughter and the woman wanted to touch Jesus. Yeah. And it just, like, amazes me. Like, a simple touch of Jesus is all you need. You know, even if you just, like, touch his garment, like, that's, that's enough yeah that's more than enough like the song like when i would hear the song in church i don't know if you guys heard it um it's in spanish but it's something like it's about this story and i'm like oh like okay whatever she just touched it like yeah and now like i truly understand like she just touched it like that's all she did that's all yeah that's all she did and it and it's crazy because people can be like well she just she just touched it she just touched jesus (laughs) yeah and you're like no, that's, that's, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. But, ah, uh, that story, 
That's one of my so favorite powerful. stories. Uh-huh. And then uh, we go to Jesus rejected at Nazareth. Jesus is constantly rejected. First, we see that in the uh, city of where the demon uh, uh, possessed man was, they were like, leave. They were afraid. And, and Jesus, like we said, he's obedient, so he left. Yeah. He left. Simple. You know, if you tell Jesus, Jesus, I don't want you in my life anymore. Can you and leave? Yeah, because you, ha- you have to be the one, like we've been saying, you have to be the one willing mm-hmm. to, like, accept Jesus. You have to be the one maintaining and, and, and being interested in Jesus, truly. And uh, Jesus, after, like, you know, he healed Jairus' daughter and the woman, he went away from there and came to his hometown and his disciples followed him. And on the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue. And... Uh, many who had heard him were astonished. You know, they were like, wow, the, the teachings of Jesus, you know. And they were they began to ask, where did this man get these things? What is the wisdom given to him? How are such mighty works done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James? And I, in a way, I was like, well, those are reasonable questions. You know what I mean? I guess like, you know, humanly form again, a way of thinking like, how you know like what like, like how we questioning like... yeah um and what caught my attention was that you know this was his hometown right this is where everything started where jesus grew up and so they knew he was a carpenter and and, and they knew of jesus as that that was it mm-hmm. you know and then he comes back with disciples and they're like who is this man what is he doing you know what happened so in a way um I feel like that's how we are too, you know, because like when someone drastically changes, you're like, well, what happened to you? You know, like blah, blah, blah. So um, I was like, well, yeah, those are reasonable uh, things. And they were like, you know, well, and, and Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and among his relatives and in his household. Jesus was rejected because of all the questions that they would ask him. And I read also in the commentary that, by them describing that he was a carpenter, they were like, they were making fun of him. Yeah, and like they were like, like they would be like, isn't he just the son of Mary? Like, yeah. isn't he just the carpenter? Yeah. Like they were like, what are you? Who are you trying to be? You know, like yeah. And they they rejected him simply like fast, mm-hmm. you know. And he could not do no mighty work there. That that's except that he laid his hand hands on a few sick people and healed them he, that that's crazy because he couldn't do any mighty work there that that's crazy to me but he still healed people you know so i in my head i'm like what out you know like what there is he could have more yeah there's yeah. more that jesus can do like healing people that's that's, that's like your whole that's man. Right yeah there. but he could do no mighty work there so he could have done way more than just heal Ooh, people but um their unbelief, you know, was too, um, too bad. And here it says, and he marveled because of their unbelief, their lack of faith, you know, um, the work of Jesus in a way was limited. It, it, it is limited in an atmosphere of unbelief. Mm-hmm. Like we said, like it, yeah. if you don't believe that yeah. doesn't go, you know, like you, you have to believe. Yeah. You have to be the one who are, who is like. I like I believe in God. Like right now, like with Jairus, when he was like, he, like just believe. That's all he had to do: believe, and he believed, and he received the miracle. Yeah, and these people, they didn't. And it says, and he went among the, among the villages teaching. He was like, 
and and I um I didn't write it, but it's in my head <laughs> that if you don't accept Jesus, someone else is. You might reject Jesus, but someone else isn't going to reject Jesus. And Jesus Jesus isn't going to stop because someone rejected him. No, he's going to go on teaching. He's going to go on healing, you know. And I kind of like, I guess in a way reflected that to my life. Like like we said last time, you, you can only do so much by planting a seed in someone. And if that seed doesn't sprout in another person, then someone else is going to like, you know. Yeah. Um there's a advantage of the true yeah and you you have to um like from these stories and we're actually going to stop there we just went over those uh few stories because they're so impactful they they're really good stories yeah, that are. that apply to our lives you know like something so simple that can drastically change your life yeah, I feel like we like i myself i personally have overlooked these stories but now that i'm actually like reading them and like really like paying attention to the small details it, it's like it's so powerful yeah, it's the small detail literally mm-hmm. like simply from we see the demon possessed man running to jesus you know yeah. like, like i would just read over that but now i'm like yeah he, he ran he ran and what's stopping us from running right. to jesus exactly. you know and then going to the the woman who simply touched jesus's garment like you that's... know more than enough and then going to jairus he was patient enough and, and willing to believe that his daughter could be healed by Jesus, you know, and, and simple, like, uh, Jesus telling the girl, little girl, I say to you, arise, you know, and she just, yeah, the, the, all of that is so powerful. And then ending with the story that we just did, if you don't accept Jesus, someone else is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's harsh, but like we said, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth, you know? And so these stories, they're good they're good stories they're like they're impactful and they really make me think about my life they really make me analyze my life and it's just like jesus jesus is so good and he works in so many ways like you said personal to you and yeah these stories genuinely touch my heart we have to be we have to stop being afraid of what jesus can do in our life yeah don't don't tell jesus to leave but tell him to stay yeah so that was it for today's episode a little different like we said yeah um because we only went over like one chapter we actually stopped if you're following along in page 36 and we will continue on next week but thank you so much for watching and listening we truly appreciate every single one of you guys we would truly it means a lot yes so thank you so much god bless you (laughs) 